going to pray. One, two, three. Dear Lord, thank you for your spirit that is here with us right now. Thank you for every person that is here. Thank you for every child that is here. Lord, I just ask that as we continue to go in this service that you be with us. I thank you for a great week of Backyard Bible Club, and I thank you for all the children and adults that we were able to reach and to minister this week. Lord, you are good. And I am so grateful that you are the God we can turn to when we're in trouble, when we're hurting, and that you are there for us every day, just like you were with us this week, just like you were with us this morning. You are with us every day. In the darkest of nights and the brightest of days, you are with us. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you did in the Bovin's little puppy's life and how you saved her and how precious she is to them. And Lord, we just praise you and thank you for the healing that you did for her. We thank you that um, you've been with Bailey this week who fell and got hurt at Backyard Bible Club, Lord. And we just pray that through it all, Lord, you will continue to be with her. And through an injury, she won't remember that about Backyard Bible Club. She will remember how good of a God that you are, Lord. And we just pray that as we go from this place and as we move on in this service, that you give us eyes to see what you're trying to show us ears to hear what you're trying to tell us, and a heart that loves others like you love us. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you, guys. You can go have a seat. You can sit up front or you can sit with your parents. Thank you. The chocolate? Well, for snack. We'll get there. I promise. I promise. I know. Every week we have our snack out and we have it ready to go. This summer we're doing a candy theme. So I've had it present up front so the kids can see and we can talk about it. And it's just been a big tease all throughout the service. When do we get our candy? Um, so we'll get there, I promise. I promise. Not candy, candy. Or not candy canes, candy. All right, well... Uh, we have a rotation in Children's Church of helpers that come, and I am so grateful for each one of my helpers that comes and help me. I could not do it without them. I would be down there by myself with all of this energy that they bring, and we would all be in trouble. So I am so grateful for my helpers that we have, and two of my helpers are Faith and Hope. And so they are going to come, and they have a little skit for us this morning. So um, let's thank them. Hi there, my name's Danny, and this is my sister Daisy. <laughs> You'll have to excuse my sister. We've been eating chocolate all day. <laughs> Daisy and I just love chocolate. <laughs> uh, um, we love chocolate so much that we changed our last name to chocolate. chocolate because it's sweet and smooth. Woo, chocolate. Uh, I like milk chocolate the best 
because it's so creamy that every now and then I get this craving for dark chocolate. How about you, Daisy? Daisy loves it all. We both just love chocolate. Love chocolate. But there's one thing I love more than chocolate. More chocolate? No, Daisy. It's God. God? Yes, God. God made chocolate. That's right. God made chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate comes from the cocoa bean. <laughs> yes, that's right. Chocolate comes from the cocoa bean. Daisy, you might want to pick up the paper to see it. <laughs> God made chocolate. That's right, God made chocolate. Thank you, God, for chocolate and your creation. Oh, God made this whole world for us, the oceans, the land, the sky, the animals, the plants, and everything that comes from it. Chocolate comes from plants? Yes, chocolate comes from the cocoa bean. Chocolate milk comes from the chocolate cow. There's no such thing as a chocolate cow. Well, there should be. I mean, come on. <laughs> Daisy, we went over this. Chocolate comes from a cocoa bean. Milk comes from the cow. And sugar makes it sweet. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's pretty sweet. Sweet chocolate. I was talking about the world God made. Chocolate world? No, Daisy. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe maybe you need to cut back on a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> so kids, remember the next time you take a bite into a sweet piece chocolate. of <sighs> okay. Uh, just know God made that chocolate. Thank you, God, for chocolate. <laughs> yes. Let's go get you a burger. Chocolate burger? Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Thank you, Faith and Hope. That is why we get along so well, because we just are both a little, all a little scattered downstairs. you got to be flexible. <laughs> I love it. But another one of my great helpers that comes down every week or uh, once a month is Miss Lydia. And so Miss Lydia has uh, an object lesson for us this morning. And if you can't tell, our theme today is chocolate. I'll let you grab this side. So I think she's going to need some helpers. Do you want to grab the table, though, so we can move oh, yeah. it? I'll be your helper. Mark? Or Freddie? 
to. Hold on. Did you say Randy? Yeah. No. Randy, you're going to help in just a bit. But I only, ha I only need three. Okay, so get behind each one of these. Okay, so I need Molly over here. I want the biggest one. They're all the same size. Okay, and then Brody can be there and Emma can be there. Okay, so in front of each one of you is a candy bar that's broken up into lots of pieces. And this really doesn't have a point necessarily. It's just a little fun game. But as I was breaking up the candy bars for you to put together, I thought about um, how sometimes our lives are broken into pieces and that Jesus can put that back together and um, then we can have a sweet life again. So that was kind of what I was thinking as I was breaking these pieces up. But you guys have 60 seconds to put all those pieces back together into one whole candy bar. So you have to dump it out of that wrapper onto the table and then put it back together. And you're going to start right now. We need some, like, Jeopardy music or something. <laughs> Come on, cheer them on. <laughs> oh my goodness, Molly is done. That was like 15 seconds. Woo! <laughs> Good job. All right. And Brody's in second place. Because you're a little, maybe because you're OCD and it has to be perfect. It's, uh, well, it's okay. You still got first place, Molly. It's okay. But you guys can keep that chocolate if you want. And if you'd like to share it with those around you, you can, okay? Around you? No, around the people around you. Not brown people, but that's okay, too. Jesus loves the little children, all the colors. It's okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Table back out of the way. I'll, um, we'll just scoot it back. Just scoot it back. <laughs> All right, thank you, Miss Lydia. Let's give it up for Miss Lydia. All right. We are also very, very blessed. To have Allison and Isaac that help us once a month. Do you guys, are you guys ready to go? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, they come down once a month so I can come upstairs and come to church. And they do a mission Sunday with the kids. So they focus on a country, a location, a, a missionary, and teach the kids about it. Often they bring in food. Um, with that so they can learn about the country and the missionaries in that country and it is a great opportunity for our kids to see that this is a bigger world than Pike County and um, learn learn um, about how Jesus is using other people in different places well like I said our focus uh, this summer is candy uh, and so we're having fun each week finding out how a certain candy can relate to a Bible story. So our first week we had gum, and we talked about how gum loses its flavor, and it gets kind of gross after a while. But God never does. God lasts forever. And so when we chew our gum, we need to remember that we need to be focused on God, and that He is for us, 
and that our gum and the world and everything else will fade, and it will lose its flavor, and it will not be as great. But God is forever good. Last week, we talked about... What? Oh, no, they don't want to hear my gum story. (laughs) It was really gross. No. (laughs) No, you can tell them afterwards. If you want to hear about my gross gum story, come ask the kids. It was really gross. About fifth grade and some cinnamon gum. Anyways, um, also, last week, we learned about sour candy. And how when we get off of the path that God has for us, things can go sour. It may look like we can make the right choice for ourselves, but God has the best plan for us, and it is sweet. And so if we stay on God's plan, we won't have a sour outcome. Things can get rough, and things can be bad, but it won't be sour. So this week, our goal, and we'll see, is how we can relate chocolate and our Bible story. So hopefully you'll hear a message from the Lord today, and somehow you'll see how it can relate to chocolate. So before we get started, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this day. I ask that you um, be with me. Give me your words to speak, Lord. Be with us in this service. Help us to have ears to hear what you want to tell us. We pray this in your name. Amen. Okay. So I have a question for a few of you. Ask the kids first. Elliot, would you say, is this glass half full or half empty? Um, Which one? You have to pick. Uh, Half full. full. Okay. Uh, Clay. Half full. Okay. Cecilia. Half empty. Okay. Noah. Half full. Natalie, is this glass half full or half empty? Half full? Okay. Uh, Pastor BJ, is this glass half full or half empty? <laughs> it is. He would normally say half empty. <laughs> How about over here? Gary, is this glass half full or half empty? It's half empty. All right. How about you, Melissa? Half full or half empty? Half full. Annie, half, wake up, Annie. Half full or half empty? Half full. Okay. You think it's half full? So, some of you may not know that this means a little more than just whether the glass is really half full or half empty. It kind of talks about how you see things in the world. So, if you see this glass is half full, you have more of a positive outlook on life. But if you see this glass is half empty, maybe you tend to see more of the negative things in life. So... It's hard to always be positive, though. Would you agree? Does anyone ever have a bad day? Is anyone having a bad day today? (laughs) Mine's really great, but (laughs) I know they're out there. We have had the bad days. And you know what? Honestly, in a broken world where things are not great, it's super easy to have a bad day because we can let the things of this world bother us and affect us and make us see things badly, negatively, half empty. It's a lot easier to say, I I was late for work or I was late for school. I didn't get my homework done. The boss yelled at me today. I didn't do things right. And see all those negatives as a glass half empty, as negative. But let me tell you, Jesus came. And he took over 
our sins. And he took over the bad. And because of Jesus, when you have Jesus in your life, you have the opportunity to have a glass half full and a positive day every day. Even when things are not going well. But some of us, when we have bad days, we turn to things. Some of us might turn to video games or texting our friends or calling someone on the phone. Some of us might even turn <laughs> to chocolate. <laughs> Me. Uh, I mean, like, like Faith and Hope or told us, it is made from God. God provided the plant so that we can have chocolate. So how, I mean, how bad can it be that we turn to God's creation to find comfort? Is that what we're supposed to do? No. We can be thankful for the chocolate and we can enjoy the chocolate. But when we have a bad day, we have another thing that we're supposed to turn to. So we're going to be in Luke 12 this morning in our readings. So if you want to open your Bibles, if not, it'll be on the screen. Luke 12, verses 22 through 31. And I want you just to note, most of what we're reading today are red letters. So these are words from Jesus. The, Luke if, does anyone, I forgot to look what num, page number it is. Luke 12, do you know what page number it is in our Tim Bible, or our Pew Bibles? What? 737. 737 if you need help. Okay, if you, I'm going to move on, but if you need a buddy to help you, just, just find one of the bigger kids to help you. Page 737, okay? <clears throat> and I'm going to read my notes because it's bigger print than my Bible. Then, turning to, Jesus, to his disciples, Jesus said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food, and your body is more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store foods in barns, for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. <clears throat> Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the flowers that are here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Don't be so concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world. But your father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And he will give you everything you need. Seek the kingdom of God above everything else. And he will give you everything you need. 
we're not just talking about the clothes or the food. We're talking about those hard times when you don't know where to turn. We're talking about when you feel like reaching and running to the chocolate or calling your friends or texting somebody how awful a situation is. The Bible says, Jesus said, seek the kingdom of God above all else and he will give you everything you need. Now this passage of scripture is often talked, you know, people associate it with worry and that is a great message. I think we all need that or at least I do. Often I need reminded of this message not to worry. But there's more to this story than the flowers, than the birds, than not worrying. Jesus wants us to remember who created us. That God who made these flowers, who made these plants, who made the birds, made you. I was going to just remind you of a few passages of scripture. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. Genesis 1.26 says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. Like us. God and Jesus are there. And they're saying, Let's make human beings like us in our image. That is an honor, guys. That is something to be excited about. The creator who saved this world, the creator who came and made everything, wants us to be like him. And we are to a representation of him. That is exciting. And I want you guys to get that God created each and every one of you for a purpose. And that we are here because God wants us to be here. He wants you here on this earth and he has a plan for you. Jesus says that, that God will provide for us. God doesn't just meet our basic needs. I mean, our basic needs. What do you need to survive? We could have a brown, dark, ugly earth, just water, and there's some food. But God does more than that. He gives us a mate. He gives us children. He gives us flowers. He gives us green grass. He gives most of us cars and homes and food to abundance, more than we can imagine. We go to different parts of the world, and we have so much to be thankful for, even when in our little world we feel so like we could have more. God gives us so much more, and we need to give him glory and thank him for all those, all those things. But sometimes we have bad days, and it's really hard to see those things and remember those things that God gave us. I know, I'm in that boat. I've been there where it's hard to see past what's in front of us and the darkness that's hanging over us. But what I want you to hear this morning is there is a tool that we're giving you to put in your tool belt for those days. That you have a lifeline to the one who can bring you joy. You have a lifeline to the one who can change your heart, to can put the smile on your face, who can change your perspective. All of us do. And maybe you don't need this today. Maybe you're on a high and you're in a good place. But put this tool in your tool belt because I promise you'll need it one day. There will be a time when things are dark, when things are hard. And Lord, I just pray that you free us from the things that hold us back. You free us from the darkness. And you help us to always live in the truth, in the light that you have given us. But I do have to say... That doesn't mean I won't turn to chocolate every once in a while. But when I do, I will remember. 
of the one who made it. God. And I will give him praise and thanks for that. Because my cup, when I have Jesus, is not half full or half empty. It is overflowing with love and grace and joy from Jesus. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for your words. I thank you for this time. I pray that as we go in the rest of this service, that we may still keep our eyes on you and have fun as we eat our chocolate. <laughs> in your name we pray. Amen. All right. We're not done yet. I'm not like Pastor BJ where I just preach and then I'm done. You still got more of me. Where's <laughs> my order of service? We lost it. Okay. So I, oh, here it is. I think we have talked about enough chocolate and we should share it. So friends, if you want to come help me, I have uh, Elliot, Cade, Molly, Randy, and Mary. So there should be one for each of you. And as you leave, we will have trash helpers in the back so you can just um, toss your <clears throat> trash in there. If you will make sure that everyone who would like a piece of chocolate gets one piece, please. One piece. Yes. Are you a trash? Yes, you are a trash helper. So when the service is over, will you come help us? Okay, thanks. So for this summer, we... Uh, have a Bible verse that we have been studying. So as they are passing out snack, I'm going to let you watch the video of our Bible verse, but pay attention because I will need helpers to help us memorize the Bible verse and see who has it down. So Carrie...
So you got to hear our memory verse for the summer. We are working on memorizing that. So first, I'm going to have the kids come up. But next, I'm going to need some adult helpers. So be ready. So I need five kid helpers. Brody, Ava, Noah, Asher. Is that five? I don't know. I think I need one more. Whitney. They just set it on the table. All right, so here's what we're going to do today. We are going to go through the memory verse, and you are going to say one word, okay? And so then the next person will say the next word, and the next person. Your guys' job is to see if they get it right. So thumbs up or thumbs down, okay? So it's a team effort. Are you ready, Whitney? How's it start? Nope, just one word. How sweet are the... So your yeah. word to to my taste. How sweet are the to my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's put the, put it up there for him. They need a little help. I. I. Kane. Kane. Understand. Understand. Your precepts. <laughs> we got that word. How? Therefore. No, wait. I. I. Every. Every. Wrong. Path. Where's it at? Psalm 119. 103. 103. 104. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Very good. No. This I will just pick you. Father's your victim today. You look good sitting out there. Pastor BJ, Pastor Greg, Jonathan. Come on, come on. Eric. Eric. Who do we have? How about Andy? Who? We're using Father's today. It's Father's Day. We No, you don't get to use your Bible. No. Okay, this is good. Sorry. 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 You can't hide. All right. Do you guys think you're ready? Yeah. Okay. Do we need to go through the song one more time? Or do you, need, do you think you want to try it? Huh? Not King James. No, I, I believe it's NIV. All right. Let's see if they can do it. You ready? How sweet are your words to my mouth taste, taste. <laughs> how our how how sweet sweet are your, your words. words no hold on we need it i lost it i messed you up oh taste where who said taste 
Sweet. Okay, words two. Two. My. Mouth. Taste. Taste. The words are on the screen. <laughs> Sweeter. Sweeter. Than. Honey. Two. My. Mouth. Mouth. I. <laughs> what did he have, mouth? I. Gain. Gain. Understand. I didn't hear the last word. From. Your. Precept. <laughs> Therefore. I. It's one up there. Hate every wrong path. Psalm 119, 103, 104. Very good. Very good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Sorry, you can have your Bible back. I think we need to go through that verse again. Let's go through just the video one or two times. All right, kids, you ready? Help them. Sing it loud. There'll be a quiz next week on that, so be practicing and be ready. You can do it to the tune of the song, too, if that helps. Hey, we, um, with this verse, we wanted to make sure that the kids really understood what the, word, uh, the words of the verse mean. So we've talked about it, but they don't think that you know what all the words of the verse means. So Mary has a question for you. Okay. If any of you know what the word precepts means, raise your hand. <laughs> Besides the kids. <laughs> Miss Annie. <laughs> Close. Close. She uses the, the word rules. The dictionary uses the word rules. So there are rules in place for us to follow. So she's not wrong. So we gain understanding from your precepts. We gain understanding from your rules that you've put in place for us to follow. So that's what that means. And that's their favorite word in the verse, if you, if you haven't heard. All right. Well, as I was just praying for the service and I was preparing, the Lord really just put a, put a song on my heart. And... Um, I thought maybe the kids, they don't even know about this yet, but I might, might close with this song and have the kids come help us. Yeah. Okay, just wait. Hold tight. Hold tight. We'll get there. Um, I think the overall message is that we don't want to be slaves to this world because this world is not joy. This world is not going to bring us what we need. We want to be set free and we want to live for him. And our, that song that we've been singing this week in Bible Club uh, is No Longer Slaves. 
And it just, it really spoke to my heart. And I, I just, kids, would you guys be willing to come up and help us? Okay, so we're going to close. We're going to uh, sing the song and then we'll close. So we're almost done. But will you stand and sing with us, please? Thank you. Hold tight, hold tight. Let's pray before we go. I invite you all to come back tonight. We are going to have an incredible service. There are two, no, there are 192 backpacks right here, and we hope to pass out every single one of them tonight. So we need your help as a church family to be here to welcome all of these friends that are coming and these children. Um, 
We are very excited. There'll be lots of food, games, and fun. So please come, 6.30 tonight. Please, please come. We would love your help and, and for you just to be a part of it with us. So let's pray as we go. One, two, three. Dear Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this day, for this service, for this week. We pray that as we go, you give us eyes to see what you're trying to show us, ears to hear what you're trying to tell us, and a heart that loves others like you love us. We pray this in your name. Amen. Happy Father's Day. Thank you.